0: Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Robin Witten, founder and editor of Audiophile, and joining me today is Michelle Cobb, our publisher of the magazine. We're delighted to reveal more of Audiophile's best audiobooks of the year. And today, we're talking about the year's best biography and history titles. Hey, Michelle. Happy to be here. Well, it's always good to have a new list, and you certainly know that selecting just 50 audiobooks as the best of the year is quite a process. On the plus side, we've reviewed more than 2,000 audiobooks, so we have plenty to choose from. But getting it to just five or six in each of the nine subjects is very hard. Our top criteria for them is that they must be a great book and exceptional listening. But let's get to this list and remember all the details are also in our show notes so for the best of biography and history audiobooks this year we have eliza hamilton by tilar j mazeo read by january lavoy and don't miss we have an interview with january talking about the book tomorrow the good neighbor by maxwell king read by lavar burton we talk about the biography of mr rogers on our podcast And earlier in the season, actually at the podcast launch, I think it was. And you want to listen to our full interview with LeVar as well. The next is The Soul of America by John Meacham, read by Fred Sanders. Michelle, I think we're going to talk about two additional audiobooks on this best biography
1: and history list. Thanks. Let's start with Barracoon, the story of The Last Black Cargo by Zora Neale Hurston and read by Robin Miles. Now, this is a previously unreleased work, and it's written in dialect, so when you actually look at the text, it's really inaccessible to most readers. It's the story of Kudjo Lewis, and Robin Miles does an incredible job of bringing the dialect and the whole thing to life. I actually talked to her about this earlier today and she had to do a lot of research and kind of figure out how to best do the accents and kind of put the whole thing together. It's truly a wonder of narration prowess, really. So I'd love to play a little clip so that you can get an understanding of the mastery of the language and the rhythm of this audiobook which tells the story of Kudjo Lewis being taken from Africa and brought to the U.S. as a slave and then eventually freed. So here's Robin bringing his tale to life.
2: They call my grandpa brave and praise-giving names. Didn't they cry with another song. Whoever shake the leaf of that tree a sweet shrub we are still smelling it whoever kill our husband we shall never forget the wives cry like that every time somebody come here when nobody came they sit quiet two years they must be widow one year they don't touch your water to the face they wash it always with tears In the Africa soil, the women grieve for their husband like that, you understand me? All day, all night, the people come, and every time somebody come, the women cry.
0: Wow, Michelle, that is really beautiful. And Robin Miles is indeed a wonder to have brought that kind of dialect to us, and it reminds me, I'm a great fan of Zora Neale Hurston. And one of the very first audiobooks I adored was Their Eyes Were Watching God. And to have this new, never released before story by Zora Neale Hurston is
1: amazing. Have we got another one? Oh, yes, we're going to pivot a little and talk about RFK, His Words for Our Times by Robert F. Kennedy, C. Richard Allen, and Edwin o. Guthman, And this is read by James Lurie and Jim Meskimen. And what's interesting is the audiobook actually provides a lot of context into what we're going to hear from Robert Kennedy's speeches. And then we have the kind of amazing Jim Meskimen, who is known for doing a wide variety of celebrity voices. He does RFK, and you you really feel like you're standing right next to him somewhere in Massachusetts. So I enjoyed this very much because it gave me the sort of background in history I might not have had. And it really brought me into the great oration that we don't necessarily hear on a daily basis from our politicians today. So a very interesting and enjoyable listen. And in the sound clip here, James Lurie actually introduces a speech given by RFK when he was JFK's campaign manager. And this was to inspire voters for the 1960 JFK race. And then we actually get to hear a little bit of Jim Meskimin giving the start of the speech. Wherever he was, when he could, he made time to exhort campaign workers or speak to potential voters in small or large groups. Typical was one speech that he gave at a Democratic rally in Boston. New England Democratic Meeting, Boston, Massachusetts, August 2nd, 1960
2: At the outset of this meeting of Democratic Party leaders of New England, we should discard any trace of the false notion that Senator Kennedy is assured of victory in his native region merely because he is one of its sons.
0: That's really interesting, Michelle, because Jim Meskimen does a very careful job with Robert Kennedy's voice. It's a little chilling, and it's a bit risky to do a real—it's not quite an impersonation, but you get such a sense of it. So that's impressive. Thanks for all of these titles, Michelle. You're welcome. We're making three weeks of podcasts to celebrate Audiophile's best audiobooks, so stay tuned and check out the complete list of all of the best of the best at audiophilemagazine.com. This has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Behind the Mic is supported by A Audio. Like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate your support and it makes it easier for others to find us.